0: Hello, I'm Kurt Whitesell. And I want to welcome you to the coolest and most informative podcast in the Westfield, Indiana area. What's Up Westfield? What's Up Westfield is a local chat fest to dig deep into politics, development, who's doing what, and anything else we can fit into 45 minutes of fun behind a microphone. If topics or an interest to in being an amazing guest, please reach out to us and we'd love to hear your ideas. Today, we are online for our February edition. And my awesome guest today is one of Westfield's standout men and community leaders. Our guest has spent the last several years not only as city councilor, but primarily as the hard-charging Westfield high school football coach. He has taken our team to several state championships and even winning our school's first championship in 2016. He's also an educator and has devoted his time to student wellness and community development. This will be a fun one. Please welcome Mr. Jake Gilbert to the podcast. All right, all right, Mr. Jake Gilbert. Welcome to the podcast. What's up, Westfield?
1: Um, how are you doing? Man, great life goals here. Uh, pretty much the entire time I've lived here, I've wanted to be on What's Up Westfield.
0: So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, and there's a long line of goals. People.
1: I love it. That's right. It's <laughs> That's hilarious. It's an honor.
0: So there's very few of us that don't know about you. I think you're a pretty public guy and well known locally. But for the three people that listen to my podcast. Um, and aren't paying attention, tell us about yourself, your family, uh, maybe where you grew up, yeah. stuff like that.
1: Been married for 22 years, my wife, Christina. Uh, so it's been, it's been great. So we have three teenage <laughs> boys, Logan, Jackson, and Tyson. So they're, I have a senior, a sophomore, and an eighth grader. And uh, you know, we're a family just like no others. We We attend church <laughs> at Northview My wife works for Shoff CPA downtown. She also does some fitness instructing on the side. Uh, I'm the Dean of Wellness at Westfield High School. I teach classes on leadership and mentoring, and uh, it's been awesome. I I actually was hired to teach government and coach football. And now I I still coach football, but uh, my teaching role and leadership in the school has changed over the years. But at heart, I'm just a teacher. I used to be a college football coach, and I wanted to return to be. Uh, more of a community figure and a, and a, just a high school guy with younger kids and mm-hmm. just kind of enjoy and embrace that. Uh, Coach football at Wabash College before we were hired here at Westfield. But we've been here 11 years here recently, um, taking over the Westfield Wellbeing Coalition as the president there. I'm proud of that organization. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm on the city council, um, working on becoming proud there and doing some good things. Uh-huh. And I'm running for mayor and uh, the 2023 election for the 2024 calendar year. Uh-huh. So, I so you got a little, a you got
0: you got a little bit going on.
1: Yeah, I like it that way. It's good. Uh-huh. So you're
0: um. I didn't realize you were a government teacher, or that was you uh-huh. taught government. Did you go to government school teacher to become a?
1: Grade.
0: You went to school to become a government teacher. Is that what you did? Well, do,
1: I went to school to become a math teacher, and about 30 minutes into my first class, <laughs> we covered everything I had learned up to that point about math. Uh-huh. So the Ben Davis school system maybe wasn't quite as good as the Westfield school system. In uh-huh. I was a little intimidated uh, by the calculus. And so I, I was like, you know what, I like social studies too. So <laughs> yeah. I, I became a history major, okay. and, but, but I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of find what they want to do. I've really only had two goals. And um, yeah, I wanted to be a teacher and a coach. I had teachers and coaches who were very strong in my life. Uh-huh. I did not really have parents growing up. I lived with grandparents and um, had a you know uh, a lot of people step in, fill in the gap in mm-hmm. my life. And and that's what I wanted to do since I was sixteen. Right. That's oh, wow. kinda how it came about. Um you did you say you went to Ben Davis? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So you're you're a West Sider, huh? West Sider, yep. All right. I come from a long line of West Siders, so I can relate the um so good. There's good stuff over there. Ben Davis has good math programs. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what it, You one... know,
1: Ben Davis used to be known as Band Davis, Kirk. I thought it was was it? <laughs> like that. Yeah, back before the football program got good, they were commonly referred to as Band Davis because that was their
0: strongest extra you know, drum Drumline. So I can't, no, uh, I, I should have gone there. So my dad, uh, my, this could be a whole nother tangent, but my dad went to Northwest. Um, uh-huh. And... He's older than you. He's like, he's seventy, so he's a lot older. Oh, he's better. older than me. Thanks for. Mm-hmm. But he does a lot of. There's a lot of old fight stories. Yeah. With, between Northwest and Ben Davis.
1: Yeah. Um, so it I. It was kind of rough over there. <laughs> yeah, it was we, right. <laughs> we had a fight in Westfield, and uh, you know, I, I asked our administration, "Who here has actually been in a fight?" <laughs> not, not a single person. And I was Uh-oh. like, oh. Well, Here's how I think you know things happen what goes down. But yeah, uh-huh. it's a little rougher over there than the mean streets of West. Virginia. Yeah, totally. So we
0: need to get one of those boxing rings with the blow up people and have all the admin, yeah. all the teachers experience it for a day. So
1: that would be good. Life experience. All right.
0: So you came. Did, are you more of a football coach or a teacher? I know you. You're right in the middle. But what do you? What's more passionate to do? Yeah. You more um, about you?
1: So you know, my my purpose is to love and impact people, uh-huh. uh, and I've been particularly strong with kids to be honest so that that's probably what has kept me out of college football Uh, Uh my college football career was was short five years um but fairly successful you know Mm -hmm. i had turned down an opportunity to be a college coach earlier in my career i had also turned down a little you know more recently various opportunities and things like that um so I would say I'm a little more of a teacher at heart, believe it or Are not. Are you? Are you? I, well, I think that surprises
0: people. Yeah, in the community,
1: you're a coach. You're the coach, right? Because we're not I'm in the coach school. Coach Yeah. W- w- which I would tell you that um, you kind of get typecast as as a coach, right? And, and that's okay uh, because I think it's a very honorable profession. And when I die, you know, bury me with a whistle around my neck. So uh-huh. I <laughs> love being a, a coach. Okay. But I, I believe that I can offer more than that to our school and community, and I've always tried to um, not not mix per se as as much, and because I want the kids who have me in class to see me as a quality teacher, not just oh he's the coach. So I have to yeah. earn that yeah. respect. Um, it may be uphill battle to too. What's that?
0: It may be uphill too, even at that point.
1: Well. You know, the the more successful you are as a coach, then, hey, the more that your image is associated with that, which, again, it's not, that is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I, on on, on a little more intimate level, if anyone interacts with me differently, I want them to get the best of me in a different fashion. Sometimes with the Wellbeing Coalition or with City Business, people have no idea I'm a football coach. And I don't tell them. Really? Okay. It happens a lot more than you might think. Really, so, I would never imagine like that happened. Okay, well, it happens um, when
0: you start yelling at him and make him do an up downs and stuff. Is that when they right. catch up? Then on? they get the picture. Like, hey, <laughs> it seem like you've done this before. Yeah, Let's yes, say. sir, yes, sir. All <laughs> right, so you won a championship. How awesome is that at Westfield? How cool is that to get? It's the first championship, right, for Westfield State Championship.
1: Uh, no, our cross-country oh, okay. teams had won state championships. In football. And, in football. Uh, oh, in football, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had been runner-up under Dick Parker in 1992.
0: Okay,
1: So um, we have, as a school, gone five times to state. Now, we've gone uh-huh. four in the last nine years, so it's been a real yeah. blessing. We've been here 11 That's a pretty years. good run, yeah. Four and nine is pretty good, yeah. Uh-huh. We've won uh, <laughs> six sectionals, I think, in nine years. and. hmm uh-huh. You know, when we, um, it's just been such a, a blessing and things have exceeded even my expectations for mm-hmm. how good it could be. And it, it's been an amazing journey to be a part of. So when, when what
0: happens when you win a championship? Obviously you got a huge team and a huge staff or or uh, other coaches and there's all kinds of schools, but personally and professionally, what happens to, a guy that finally wins the state championship for the the head coach. I mean, does it? Is there an onslaught of attention? Is there recruiting? What what happens
1: that we don't? Yeah, know about there's um, some of that, but the, the, just the biggest thing. So winning a championship is is great, and uh-huh. I, I've been to several other championships even outside of Westfield and all those kind uh-huh. of things. But but when you're kind of the first, you know, yeah, first when we were a big school, so forth and so on. You really expand the vision of everybody around, and so all the years that people sit in mediocrity, sometimes Mm -hmm. waiting for a leader to to succeed and and just change the narrative of where they are, they don't even realize what's possible. And so when you come through, and the culture changes and the results change, people just view things differently from then on, and it, Uh it leads over into other areas. Mm-hmm. so I, I would like to think if we've done anything by winning that that we've inspired confidence and belief that man westfield's not like carmel's little brother <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so do you remember the show friday night lights i bet you just i mean you feel like you live that show probably is there you like know, a buddy a buddy lend back locally that called you and it's like here's a car here's a house <laughs> you know that tried uh, to bribe I, you and stuff is i that wish. happened? <laughs> no you no, wouldn't take um, it
1: the public school system route that's the thing like all my college buddies I used to coach college football with uh-huh. those guys are all division one coaches now and, yeah you know like Tom Allen I IU is a good friend of mine and he and I coached together in high school and college football so we knew each other hmm. before he was Tom Allen and all, right. and all that stuff yeah and I was like Tom you're literally a millionaire and I'm <laughs> I'm still supervising b You're not. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so uh, I've, I've got bus duty today. So the public school system is not really the lucrative approach. Yeah, but of course not. Yeah. people are like, what do you make? And you have to say, well, I make a difference. They're uh, like, oh, so i $40,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's good. It, we, yeah. uh, we did not get any bribes or incentives yeah. or any of those cool things.
0: I mean, when you, yeah. go, let me, when you go to a bar, do you get a free drink because you're the, the, the man? I mean, do, do they, we got, see, we need to work on this. That's where I'm going. Well,
1: we, we, <laughs> we, I don't drink, so I haven't really been in a lot uh-huh. of bars, but, but I'm hoping if just one time uh-huh. I could go into Greek's Pizza <laughs> and I the owners be like, this. you know what, you've got pizza for a year based uh-huh. on the success you've had. So I'm uh-huh. holding out for that price so if you know if anybody. you
0: were the if you were the band director no question <laughs> no see. question the band I director i'll pass that on to him. yeah <laughs> would you? To
1: move nose. yeah
0: <laughs> all right so here you are you're killing it as a coach your teacher loving it um and then all of a sudden you announce that you're going to become a city counselor um why? when you started thinking about politics was being a city counselor uh what you wanted to be first or did why did you become a counselor first or why did you even um, do this?
1: Yeah. So, so I told you, I've only had two dreams. I mean, I've always wanted to be the best football coach in the state of Indiana, but then I've also Mm -hmm. had major dreams surrounded by just leadership on politically Mm -hmm. Um, years ago. You know, when um, Luger was taken out of the primary, Mm -hmm. I I was just kind of like, this is crazy. I don't, I don't want to. And so I, I just, I kept reading, but I backed off for a while Uh, Mm -hmm. and that was okay. So I kind of went a little more full into football at that time and that was good and and, um, certainly paid uh, a lot of dividends. But Mm -hmm. then I kind of felt that the day after we won the state championship, I woke up and said, now what? And, you know, when you have a family here in Westfield, it's like hitting the lottery. So I didn't want to leave and go back Mm -hmm. to college football and move all over the country I didn't really want to lead another high school program. I almost felt like I would be, even though I'm a builder and that's what I do. You know, I I try to build and inspire confidence and create Mm -hmm. vision, but I I didn't really want to do that and then come back and go against Westfield, you know? So I I didn't, I would never want to do that. And so Hmm. I was like, well, what options are there? And I decided, you know what, it's time for me to get involved in my city more. Mm -hmm. So we took a, uh, a trip to DC. So when you ask, yeah. what did we get anything from the state championship, well, our, our parents and our program had mm-hmm. gifted us um, some some money as a thank you. Oh, cool. uh, and it, it paid for our hotel in, in Washington, DC. Hmm. And we went out there for a few days, uh, just a short trip, but it, it was almost like a pilgrimage. And I used it to just pray and think and, hmm. and just really confirm is this what I wanna do? And I was so uh-huh. inspired that I came back and, and decided immediately I was going to run for office and um, I needed to start at the city council level to truly learn. So out mm-hmm. of this humility, I had no, no business at that time doing anything other than that. But I wanted to get involved. I wanted to get my name on a ballot. I wanted to run and learn how to, to do that. And I wanted to lead. But I also needed to learn a lot, um, and still do. Yeah. And that's where we started. Did
0: had had people been encouraging you to to run for council, or was this all your idea? Or I mean, how did you, you know, I'm I'm guessing you had people support you, obviously, right? But was um, this on oh, you? All my
1: idea. Yeah. <laughs> Not, no one was encouraging me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the, the average person out there watches the government and says why would you ever want to be involved in that? I, I believe you've told me that. before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one guy equated city council to, be, to a job of catching spears. So people <laughs> throwing spears at you the whole time and you had to catch them. Awesome, that's so no, true. no one encouraged me. <laughs> uh-huh. And I just felt like, you know, I, I've been, um, you know, I've been married for 20 plus years. I've been a football coach. Uh, for a whole community, I've been the head coach for a ton of years. I, I just thought I was masterful at accepting criticism, uh, and okay. so mm-hmm. I thought um, this I'm would sure. be a good opportunity to go to the next level yeah. of taking public <laughs> criticism to serve as an elected official.
0: I'd imagine you, you have pretty thick skin and, at uh, that from <laughs> your experiences, you to,
1: right? <laughs> good training ground. If you want to run for office? You a, go to the school. Having a spouse for a long time, you uh-huh. criticism. I mean, what's
0: been a big surprise about when you joined the council? I know you. You even said when you joined, or I'm sorry, you started running. You and I met. We I came over to your house and spent some time together, and um, you were really excited. But you were like you just said, you're like whatever. It is, I don't know what it is all the way. You know, you're just learning. And what has been a surprise over the last couple of years, or what's been something big that you had no idea w- uh, was involved with it?
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, I I think the the progress and the victories just move so much slower than uh, the private world. Like in in Mm -hmm. your business, if you want to get something done, you make a decision, you go with it, even if you have a board Mm -hmm. of directors or or whatever. I mean, things are a little more time sensitive. But I I do think to prevent tyranny, the way our government's set up with checks and balances, so forth and so on, we we do Mm -hmm. not, we're not always the most efficient structure. Well, even on the local level, um, it's been different than what I anticipated. So it's been rewarding. I've learned uh-huh. a ton, but oh, I'm sure what, what I expected it to be like, is not exactly what it's like. And it's been good for me as a leader because things I've learned in general, have, uh, you know, uh, we've united people and we've gotten people rowing in the same direction. We said, Hey, be you, but align with us. And here's mm-hmm. the, Here's the goals and here's the vision and let's go let's go find a way. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's not always been the case with this experience and yeah. so it's challenged me to to be a better leader. It's challenged mm-hmm. me to learn to lead from the middle as opposed to leading from the front. It's challenged me to uh, check my ego at the door and be <laughs> humble and and you know really listen. Yeah. to people I disagree with and <clears throat> try to get all of the information I'm a gut thinker I'm decisive mm-hmm. but I, I uh, th- this has helped me grow in terms of just being more detailed and reading detailed and listening mm-hmm. uh, taking more time with discernment and so you know those those have been the rewarding things out of that as I believe I've grown um, and I do think You know, I've always been grateful for whoever has filled these roles. So I've always believed it's important. Mm -hmm. So I'm still honored that people would choose me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I take my job very seriously and want to do the best I can. And I know people may think we're up there just flippantly making decisions, but I work hard at it and and think every decision I make and try to Mm -hmm. make decisions based on principle and, you know, doing what's best for Westfield, regardless of what. My friends, or special interest or anyone else like that, may think.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy the the topic and the conversations that you're dealing with? Uh, you get so I I watch them because I think it's cool all the real estate and all the development mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I know you deal a lot with the finance. Um, do You enjoy that those new conversations. Uh, is that cool? That kind um, of business to work on? I don't.
1: I don't know if joy is a good word. Um, but uh, you hate I, it. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no I, mean, I don't hate it either I, I you know i I love challenges Kurt uh-huh and I love creating solutions and building things together and team like those are things I like uh-huh. so I enjoy any challenge where we work together and come up with a solution mm-hmm. so okay. whether that's about zoning or finances mm-hmm. um, that doesn't matter as much to me but if you're asking what part i enjoy yeah not like oh man i love spreadsheets gosh yeah well i uh, I, I haven't looked oh, at one in years so reading reading um, ordinances with all this TVs. lawyered up language oh i love that no i wouldn't say that uh, it's more about but you do
0: enjoy the process right the the figuring out a solution okay i, I, I do mm-hmm. that part what i do is, enjoy. What are a couple topics that are, that you do find it, what's close to you? Like as a, I call you your politician, but what are yeah. some things that are important to you as a counselor?
1: Well, I'm a people guy. So mm-hmm. anything that has, you know, the more direct impact it has on, a, on an actual person, mm-hmm. um, I'm about that, you know, so that's uh, I'm, I'm passionate about those. So if we're saying, Hey, something has to do with like creating better systems for mental health and taking mm-hmm. care of our, Police and fire or whatever, you know, I'm just passionate about people. Yeah, but then secondly, you know, building a future. So we've pretty much committed to being here. So Mm -hmm. what do I really want? I want, I want this to be the best city out there. I mean, not just in Indiana. I mean, I want Mm -hmm. this to be an amazing city where people thrive and kids want to move back and Mm -hmm. in-laws want to move to. and, And I do love the city, and so I enjoy. The prospect of building the best, just like we try have tried to build the best football program. Mm-hmm. Well, when we got there, that's not exactly where we were, you know. Yeah. And over time, we've tried to build the the premier program in Indiana. We're working on that still. Mm-hmm. I want that for our city. Yeah,
0: I it's all doable. I think we're on the right track, though, don't you? I mean, pretty good. Pretty um, good. I think people mean the best, and that we're trying to do the best. Oh, I yeah, I,
1: I I do think that. I I think there's different opinions <laughs> out there, but and people get personal with it and assume that people yeah. don't mean the best. I, I don't, yeah. I, I've never thought that. People yeah. say, well, how do you, how can you talk with this person or that person? Or really? You know, <laughs> look, I think everyone just has different opinions, but they, yeah. they want what's best for our city. Yeah. Now we, you know, we have to unite. Um, and so we can have the synergy of getting the best out of all these people working in mm-hmm. the same way, but, or same direction. But I do think people want them. Mm-hmm.
0: is um how about and this this is really my last kind of thing on your whole your education do you talk to students or are students engaged do they care about politics right now in the schools or is there how do you feel like the temperature that is right now or what are you doing about it or if anything i don't know um i've always wondered that
1: no i, I don't know that they care when i was a us mm-hmm. government teacher and there was a hot topic to say you know we try to make a big deal about it so mm-hmm. um like currently the Supreme Court justice. So if I was, if I was teaching government today, mm-hmm. you would know, be leading, trying to lead vibrant discussions about the Supreme Court and its role and importance and why this pick matters so much, and what do you think and what should be the process, so forth and so on, or maybe on a local level, you know, redistricting, uh-huh. uh, you know, it would be a, a topic now based on the census. So I, I think you can get students engaged on uh, topical issues. Uh-huh. There's there's always some topic, some kids who just love the Constitution like I did when I was uh-huh. a kid. But that's few and far between, to be honest yeah. with you. Um,
0: it's got to be hard to get their attention. I know you try to relate it to current events, but man, I, I mean, who cares about I mean, the Supreme Court? <laughs> if I was like,
1: hey, we're going to talk about James Madison, you know, a kid would be like, is that on TikTok? yeah uh, otherwise yeah. I, it's 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 pretty it's it's not everyone's favorite subject
0: yeah for sure i didn't get interested until i, I was really until i became a professional adult um, you know i didn't you know i should i have when, when i become when i become uh, a professional adult <laughs> <got you. laughs> all right <clears throat> so let's talk about the city uh you you're gonna you're running for mayor You're counselor um what do you feel and this is pretty broad um what's westfield need right now political uh planning leadership stuff like that what do you feel like we are not getting or doing as a community or as a yeah. government
1: uh, well i think there's some low-hanging fruit out there that's probably obvious to most to pay attention but the first thing is we are just not working together yeah and it's uh it's been embarrassing for all of us and, and that's yeah. fair you know yeah. we have uh Struggled. I I think trust is is really based on to have trust. You know, you have to believe in the character, competence, and and have connection with another person. Mm-hmm. And right now we have three entities of government, and I don't know how much trust there is in any direction between yeah. any entity. I think there's pockets of trust, but in terms of carte blanche overall trust. Now there should always be checks and accountability Mm -hmm. so part of government is not geared up to be holding hands and trusting right Mm -hmm. Um, but we just have to uh to treat each other better Mm -hmm. we have to work together better we have to be able to at least have conversations that are professional and for the good of the city but you know there's trust has been violated and and that's difficult and it takes a long time to restore Mm -hmm. Uh, when you empty your bank account it's a long time to build it back up. It's a lot of breadsticks to sell cookie. a lot of pizzas. But on the same thing with the government, uh-huh. you know, it, it's become kind of personal and yeah. we're working on it and, and trying to work through it. But that, that's an obvious thing that our city needs. Uh, mm-hmm. We obviously have an election coming. Gosh, I hope we don't have to wait that long. I, I really hope moving forward that we can, you know, we're not fighting things of the past that we're instead working towards solutions in the future but it's hard when there's investigations and lawsuits and yeah so forth and so on i mean if you think attorneys are in a hurry to close out that business there's no way Mm -mm. so
0: so do you feel like how long have you been on council two years is it about two years now yeah a little over two years so the 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 tension now versus the tension when you first walked into the council do you think it's worse or less because you've been kind of through the whole process, and you're trying to everybody's trying to hug it out now. We think. Um, do you think yeah, it's is that. it higher or lower? I mean, or is the fight still going?
1: Uh, here's the thing: so you you can't paint the entire experience with a broad brush. Sometimes people mm-hmm. see something that happens, and and they assume that that snippet, that headline, you know, people are clip bait or whatever, and they. If, they think that the whole experience is like this as in whole uh-huh. oh, council hates the mayor or yeah. this is that's not the case we, mm-hmm. we will have so when you ask about the temperature and the culture of the situation i think it's it's better Good. um in, in some areas for sure mm-hmm. but I, I think then there's moments when it's not <laughs> mm-hmm. so um you know if you are only viewing the moment and obviously, there, there's potential problem there. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that there's been a little bit of unthawing. I think there's been a little improvement in communication. we uh, I, I think the the, the conduct by um, by some is improving, and mm-hmm. you know, and that we're, we're working at it. it it's yeah. not fast, but it is public, <laughs> and so yeah, it's very public. Yeah we don't miss a beat on that so
0: so okay you're running for mayor and this is one of those Mm -hmm. so i'm in sales right i'm in business where i've got to tell people my differentiators all day long you want to be mayor you're running for mayor what do you want to do that's different specifically what's some stuff like i don't care if it's a project or if it's a culture what are some things that you're you're a standout on that you're going to do
1: well, I, you know, I, I, you, you bring up the word culture and that, that's a buzzword mm-hmm. and, um, but I do think that that's a strength of mine, right? So we don't get the mm-hmm. culture that we want or think we deserve. We get the culture we earn. So mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of that going on right now with people pointing fingers and being standoffish and saying, well, this is what we should. I, I don't feel like I'm entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm elected, I'll, I'll go and earn the right culture for our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, by building that trust. Hopefully I've done that the 11 years I've been here. And hopefully I continue to do that even more so if people trust me with their vote. So I do believe starting with that, I mean, if, if we are the leaders of the city, the elected leaders of the city, then we should, I mean, demonstrate the best beliefs, behaviors uh, that are possible to produce the culture that's going to get the results we want as a city. Your Your culture basically drives leaders drive culture and then the culture really produces these behaviors and those behaviors lead to the results so if you feel like oh as a city we're not doing this or we are doing that then all you have to look back to is well how are we behaving Mm -hmm. those behaviors are a direct result of the culture that the leader brings so i I believe i'm an expert when it comes Mm -hmm. to to building culture so we would start with that so when, when you go further with that people want to know real specifics on wins and losses well you know i, I obviously i had ideas mm-hmm. but the the leadership is the foundation of it all mm-hmm. i want a great and vibrant downtown i want more commercial development mm-hmm. i want more synergy and collaboration uh, between various entities that we have that Maybe aren't collaborating, whether it be Westfield and the the, the county, but but more specific, specifically within the city, where are those opportunities between school and library and police station and mm-hmm. city headquarters and so forth that can help the taxpayer mm-hmm. and then also provide and you know continue to excel in what our people expect around here, which is mm-hmm. schools. Um, great parks and trails Mm -hmm. very very safe well-kept streets
0: (laughs) so as a mayor what do you think uh, so you said one of the things like a vibrant downtown what can what's what's the next mayor um i think the mayor's style or need has changed over the last 20 years right so what what do you think a mayor can do in a westfield to drive vibrant growth or or vibrant downtown keep the parks cool make it just a a, the spot to be
1: well, when you I mean, we use the word walkable. That I mean, it has to be the kind of place someone wants to walk. Mm-hmm. You know, walkable is not just terrain. <laughs> there has to yeah. be a reason that you would want to walk around and look. That uh-huh. there are different cities that have vibrant downtowns, which means it's fun to walk and look at. Whether that be the landscaping or the art, that's part mm-hmm. of it—the visual. Whether that be the ease and convenience, mm-hmm. that's another part of it, but also um opportunities opportunities to hang out opportunities to spend your money right yeah. and so we we want uh, a place that's where where people are, are rich in moments and you know I, I think downtown can be a place that connects mm-hmm. all kinds of people uh, we we built grand junction it's a great opportunity for this centralized point for people to meet up meet other people hang out as families connect generations mm-hmm. So forth and so on. And if we surround that uh, with easy ways to get there, places to park, places to walk from, be able to get there from the bicycles. So Let, so let's go specifically to that.
0: If you What's become the mayor, can you fix the parking in our downtown Westfield?
1: Well, hopefully we do some things to fix it before that election. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't we failing if it takes until then? Twenty twenty four.
0: It's not to be negative, but it's taken five, six, year, eight years. So but that what, doesn't, that doesn't mean that that that's be a focus? not our
1: way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you've got to be able to park people to, mm-hmm. to support business down there. So when you build a downtown and there's a certain level of density that you want, and you, you mm-hmm. obviously want uh, a downtown that would lure business, <laughs> not only downtown business, Kurt, but but a downtown that's so great that the scps of the world mm-hmm. you know want to move their headquarters here and mm-hmm. that's a part of it not not everyone has youth kids playing at grand park yeah we cannot have yeah. all of our uh irons in that that fire i mean we need diversification yeah. uh, of corporate tax base and everybody knows that but yeah. but a downtown like what's that have to do with that well i, I think it has a fair amount to do with that. If you, yeah. if it's a great place to live, mm-hmm. um, downtown certainly goes into that. Mm-hmm. And, and I would tell you this: I think people want to travel less and less. Mm-hmm. People are busy. People don't want to be on the road. I, I think it was leading this way even pre-COVID. I think it's even more so now. I think people do want to work and eat and play and live mm-hmm. kind of in a similar area. If you if you look at trends, if you go to to a big city, like let's say you go to Las Vegas, every little entity, every hotel builds their own restaurants and shopping right there connected because they don't want you to leave. You don't leave. yeah. They don't want to leave. Mm -hmm. So we need to, to offer great dining and restaurants and activities Mm -hmm. and events downtown that bring people there. And then we need to support that with infrastructure, which includes parking. So the parking solution can be multifaceted. It's not as easy as just build a big parking garage. Mm-hmm. any kind of public-private partnership we do, or any kind of um, outside the box thinking we do, like renting mm-hmm. spots at businesses that close during the day, so forth and so on, and we have to be innovative. And in, uh, are
0: you a are you a TIF parking garage kind of guy, mayor, or are you a private funded garage kind of guy? Do you have you well, I think out what we all
1: want it to be private funded if we can get there, uh-huh. right? I mean, so that's an obvious thing. What I'm not mm-hmm. is a TIF funded garage that serves the apartment dwellers. Okay, mm-hmm. like, hey, the public has built this garage, but 80% of the spots are taken up by these people who live in this apartment all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in favor of that. I'm in yeah. favor of parking that actually parks the public need. Mm-hmm. Now, if it can be cheaper to do so by partnering with, Developers, people that live and are, are you know own development, whether it be apartments or mm-hmm. business spots and things like that. Well, then, then great. Um, I'm I'm for partnerships that make yeah. sense for the taxpayer.
0: Are you uh, from an ec- economic development standpoint? We're, mm-hmm. Do you think there's some stuff we're missing out on, not chasing um, from your viewpoint, or do you think are there some things you would like to? Be able to grab onto and chase after that we're not, you think we might be missing. Yeah,
1: um Maybe that, that's, that's good. You know, it's, it's easy to assume, right? So for years <clears throat> when I got here and was paying attention early on, the mm-hmm. word was, well, Westfield won't play ball with abatements and so forth and so on. And mm-hmm. So n- no one brings their business here. It's a place where you live, but you don't work. So on so mm-hmm. um, are we, are we missing? So if we it at times it's easy to see, well, Fisher's has this technology hub and Noblesville is really starting to dominate these, this science oriented, life science oriented um, business uh, in corporate headquarters. What, what's our, what's okay. We have grand Park, but like what else? Advanced mm-hmm. manufacturing. I, I think we could, um, Work hard to compete against them. Mm -hmm. I think we can also work hard to develop a niche that maybe we are starting to Mm -hmm. with advanced manufacturing. But I don't want us to to make any assumptions on anything that we're not. I don't Mm -hmm. like when people do that. So The boundaries we have are the boundaries we draw. If you would have thought that SCP would have moved here from Carmel 10 years ago, no one would have believed that. So I, I think we have the capability. I think we have to be a little bit patient. I think we have mm-hmm. to compete hard. I think we have to be realistic about that. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to use the, the tools we have and continue to build this great city so that's it's lucrative enough for corporations, but then also you know just great quality of life. To where do they you think the mayor?
0: Can't. Do you think the mayor, as a mayor, you need to more be more aggressive in attracting this theme or this this vision of users? Um, yeah, I'll give you my example that, you know, you got, so I see Fadness as being really tied into the tech community and, and it's because of his circle and his career. And he's driven that. I see Brainerd is the hospitality. I mean, he's figured out how to make a really fun place to visit. Um, we chased Grand. we had Grand Park was kind of Andy Cook, Mayor Cook's, um, whether or not you think that's a success or not, it's not really, I don't, I don't feel like it's our theme of our city um, or what's driven our downtown, obviously. Um, do you think there's anything that we could be known for in our downtown, or um, I mean, do you have you thought about that even?
1: Uh, well, I, I don't want to use terms like more and compare. I, I'm not here trashing anybody or. I don't.
0: I don't want to you, hear your idea.
1: What do think you think so- we could do? I don't. You need, we don't. have to be negative people. But so, so, but I'm not sure if you're asking me about downtown specific or. Yeah,
0: downtown. What's it? What is our downtown? What could we yeah. be
1: chasing as a downtown to make it more
0: vibrant? To more SEPs. Cool. You
1: know? I, I'm I'm uh, I'm on the task force, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm excited to to hear some ideas about the organization we hired and, and, and things like that. But in my mind, if you're asking specifically about downtown, uh-huh. I'm thinking Grand Junction uh-huh. first, and, and out from there. So, what would I love to see? Uh, I, I would really like to nail it with the opportunity we have with 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm open to really beautifying downtown. We've talked about that. Uh, for some people that means street lights, and mm-hmm. other people that means plants, other people that means development. Uh-huh. I like the concept of you know, kind of where the old town PUDs are approved that, uh, being new cutting edge development that, that looked spectacular that over in a park street area like where uh, greeks is you know <laughs> I, I love the concept of kind of what like, zionsville has of more yeah. uh, mom and pop villages and shops that are cool and unique and mm-hmm. not corporate looking per se you know and, and then having users live in between and around right mm-hmm. and, uh, i think that that's a a very tangible opportunity for us mm-hmm. to, to to build and then from there you know other places where where people maybe congregate so the park's clearly a big one the library would be another one mm-hmm. um, you know of bells is another park that's near we'll see the future of city hall and the historical society and mm-hmm. ventures like that you know but we we would want to continue to expand so that downtown brings people Mm -hmm. regardless of where you live then on the outskirts of that you know there may be opportunities there obviously the grand millennium pud the 31 frontage where we can you know build corporate get that three percent tax rate but then also Mm -hmm. that'd be a great place for people who they want to work there because downtown is accessible yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's a unique opportunity for people that want to set up shop there. Mm-hmm. It used to be all about the 31 frontage, but workers today, that they may be less concerned about that. I mean, I'm sure yeah. the owners want that visibility, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but what a perk for employees to be able to, to get to downtown on their lunch break yeah. or right after work, yeah. um, things like that.
0: Yeah so they're thinking a lot more than just the company's success they think about the employee success and so a city can capture that many times uh, if you go to some places that are 20 years past us older than us that have been doing this it it makes sense you see that you see the workers downtown you know it's not a major city but you see them at lunch going to the greek's pizzas or the you know the chibas of the world so i i think that's cool we have a lot of opportunities for that for sure you
1: no know, i i think a city our size we can't miss mm-hmm. it. We have grown, and we, we have an opportunity to really reach our full potential. Mm-hmm. And what what does that look like? I, I think that means excellence in any endeavor we want to try. Grand mm-hmm. Park, we want that to be unique and amazing and the best out there. We want that this awesome downtown. We want an amazing culture uh, when it comes to our business community. We want elite schools, great trails, all these things. Public safety, okay. So we want to reach our full potential and and. And really be a lead in all these areas, but then we still, if we can maintain this town feel and this mm-hmm. intimacy of smallness, not small-minded thinking, yeah, but just a culture of intimacy where hey, we care about each other still here. Like the high school still matters to us. Downtown, we want it to be clean and matter and look great. Mm-hmm. We're not going to tolerate, you know, um, tearing up our stuff. We love it here. This is our home. <laughs> We want all these little businesses. We want them to succeed. Yeah. Guess what? We dine to donate, or when you know we, we want that. When we were under COVID, I, I mean, I gained all kinds of weight because our <laughs> family to support local dining. Uh-huh. Just you now, need all that from, Greek's pizza, brother. <laughs> too many times. So the, not, now we love that food, sure, uh-huh. but we love our city and the yeah. people. We want to support each other we can maintain that level of intimacy and support, but then still also become just elite in the way we do things
0: yeah, no for sure um all right so your my three or I've got like these questions here, but I don't really have we don't have time for a bunch of them we're at fifty minutes already thanks so that's pretty good um, oh. one thing and you kind of ran through some of my questions with your last answer, which is great so I appreciate that that's what I wanted so um, all right. So, what's next? First of all, for your mayor run, your uh, what you've got a couple of years left, or a year and a half left, right, um, for the election. What do you do for the next year and a half? What is what's your effort? A lot of
1: listening, a whole lot of listening and learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think we hear from some of the same people over and over, <laughs> and the happy majority out there uh-huh. never really shows up and talks. Yeah, sometimes the only people you hear are the people that are complaining anyway. Yeah, Uh, I never assumed that that's how everyone feels. So, you know, I, I I believe I'm supposed to serve everyone here. And so I listen and then I'll make I have no problem making decisions, but I also have no problem listening to people. So a lot of listening and learning, finding out what the people really want for the future of Westfield, whether that be how big we want to be development, growth, taxation, all, all kinds of issues, Grand Junction downtown. And a lot of listening and learning, and then fundraising. I I, I desperately okay. need people to hold meet and greets, give me an opportunity to meet the people. Um, I need you know Kurt Weitzel to donate a like hundred thousand dollars to my campaign, and then I'm good,
0: right? Have you done that? Have you started doing? That? Have you started fundraising like a fish like working that yet? Do you like that yeah. side? Do you mind that?
1: Yeah. yeah. Do I like it? <laughs> No,
0: I love asking for money. Come on. (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah, I'm not real. Uh, I've got to get out of my comfort zone a little bit there. Uh, I've always, you know, I I grew up in in poverty. Yeah, I earned everything. Um, But I I never asked for much. And I've always been more about trying to give and serve. And so I've never really asked for money and I've got to get more comfortable with that. Honestly, I think it's
0: hard to that's do. That's a hard change to make for sure. Especially for politics. Well, no, it,
1: it, I have to understand that this isn't about giving money to me. You're giving money to create the future you want in West. So if you want me as your leader, that's that's going to cost. And you're going to have to contribute to that. So for all the people who are like, Oh, Jake will do a great job. He's exactly what we need. He'll bring positive energy. He'll get us all working together again, man. We'll, we'll have a great culture businesses will want to developers want to come back everything will be good well that i mean that's not free yeah <laughs> so um it's not like people are buying me. I, you know i drive a 2005 pickup it's people aren't buying me something <laughs> people giving me the ability to win this election
0: well i wish you the best of luck i appreciate you uh get coming on here and being candid with me um
1: i've okay. I'll be over there for those free pizzas. Yeah,
0: don't watch yep. my yeah. don't watch my Facebook posts or anything for the next year and a half. Um, but I, uh, I you're a tough guy though. You're not. It doesn't hurt nothing. I like the contest. Just so you know,
1: you're already so. warning me,
0: huh? <laughs> well, I like it. I mean, listen, I have never. Um, I I think everybody they all everybody gets a fair shot with me. Uh, nobody gets a free ride with me. Um, I think all of you, everybody that's going to run, are great people. I mean, it's it's great people that intend well. Everybody's got their own little difference, though. And I think that'll be fun to see who gets it. And uh, I think more than ever, this is the most important time for our city. From a mayor's standpoint, I, I think we really, really need a dynamic, future, uh, uh, forward-thinking mayor. And very th- much
1: at a crossroads, really, yeah. you know, as our city grows up, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been amazing, just the changes and growth in the 11 years I've been here. but. I couldn't imagine for people who lived here 30 years and more, yeah. you know, yeah. but well, what, what an honor to even be considered. Um, so believe me, I don't take it lightly. Yeah. I, I'm not entitled and expect, <laughs> the, you know, all the people who are like, Oh, well, you're going to win easy, blah, 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 because of name recognition. Well, it's about earning the people's vote and earning the people's now, trust. Let,
0: one last thing I I meant to ask you earlier. Does it make you – Does it? I know you're thick-skinned, but when you're a very popular guy locally, I mean, you took the kids to a state championship. I mean, everybody's cheering Coach Gilbert on, right? Do, is it in the back of your head that suddenly, on like day one, you alienate a certain fan base? You know what I mean? Does it? Do you think about like that going from being the local celebrity, you know, the man, to now it's like people aren't going to like you just because of because you're running.
1: Yeah, um, that's I, not know not, I know mind. we're not 13, but you know it's, it's got to be in your head, or, or... it's not. So I, 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 want everyone to like me. Yeah. Um, sure, I do. I. I uh, so like that's true, but as a leader, man, that, that that's just one more obstacle you have to overcome, right? And so, in the end of the day, I think you just have to connect with people enough that it's not personal. Yeah, Yeah. if someone disagrees with me it's it's not personal i think i've been able to do that on the council yeah people um disagree with my viewpoints Mm -hmm. i'm you know people are constantly trying to put people in are you in this camp or that camp and and i take pride in that well like i'm not anybody's boy yeah i'm i got enough backbone to make my own decisions and sometimes they're going to be the way you think and sometimes they're not Yep. I promise you what I think is right for our city. And so that being the case, I feel like I've alienated everyone already <laughs> because I'm clearly not always on one side. You know, yeah.
0: yeah. So you've so already I'm, done that. You're already, it's easy from here, right? <laughs> well, I think you're, I think you're doing great. I think, I mean, you're a popular guy and uh, I appreciate you wanting to do well for the city. I really do. And I, I appreciate that you're giving it your all. So good luck. Left? All right. Well, thanks, coach.